thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, popular American osteopath and wellness blogger, Dr. Joseph McCullough, whose website is reported to get over 1.9 million visitors each month, has removed over 15,000 articles from his website published over the last 25 years in response to pressure from media and regulators alike, including the US-based FDA. In a video posted on his website, McCullough stated that the silence of free speech is now deafening. Not only is blatant censorship tolerated, it is being actively encouraged by the very people who would be entrusted with protecting our freedom of speech. The pressure on Dr. McCullough has mounted since the Centre for Countering Digital Hate included him at the top of their so-called disinformation dozen, a group of internet influencers they believe were responsible for over two-thirds of the anti-vaccine material on the internet. The report was picked up by the New York Times and became one of the most shared articles in the world. McCullough concluded his video by reminding people that your body was designed to stay healthy and sharing the Albert Einstein quote, science can only flourish in an atmosphere of free speech. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that, first of all, I have long been a fan of Dr. McCullough. I first started reading his website some 20 years ago. Uh, I used to be a subscriber to his emails. And, and quite frankly, the only reason I stopped was because of the flood of emails. Such, a, such was the quantity of the media that he produced. I found him excellent as an alternative source of news media and of health-related media. He would often be sharing research that simply wasn't found in uh, the conventional media outlets, that wasn't being shared in mainstream news, uh, and allowed us to see a point of difference so that health practitioners like myself were able to see both sides of the argument, were able to see both sides of the coin, were able to weigh up the pros and the cons of any particular argument in order to make an informed decision. We're able to see research, compare research, and and go about that scientific process of analyzing the various different researchers, analyzing the pros and the cons, the arguments from each side, and deciding what was best, deciding what we wanted to share with our practice members, and deciding what we wanted to do, particularly for myself and for my family in our own lives as well. So I have been a fan of McCullough, probably makes me biased in terms of uh, this episode. And so I'll just declare that up front. I'm also probably biased because I too was forced to remove all of the articles from my website under a threat of prosecution. So uh, I had a a slew of complaints against me from APRA as a result of articles that I wrote about vaccination on my website, articles about birthing choices, um, articles about diet, articles about chiropractic. Some 300 complaints were made against me. And I was in the end told that if I didn't remove every article from my website within a 24-hour period, that I would then be criminally prosecuted in Australia. So been through something similar and been forced to take similar action. And so I can understand where Dr. McCullough is coming from. You know, I won't go into too many specifics about, you'll notice this was quite a short episode because I do have to be careful about what I say because of our APRA guidelines. There are a number of uh, things that I can't talk about in this regard. We're quite limited in what we're able to say as health professionals if it isn't 100% in line with what is considered to be the mainstream medical advice. But I will say that this censorship of alternative viewpoints is really concerning for me. Our scientific theory is reliant on alternative hypotheses. You know, It was those alternative hypotheses that said, hey, Maybe smoking isn't so good for us. When adverts were saying, my doctor recommends camel cigarettes, right? It was alternative viewpoints that started to raise questions about things like thalidomide, about things like Vioxx, you know, these medications that were considered 
to be safe and effective at the time that were later found out to be not so. And so I think it's really important that we're allowed to, able to have these alternative viewpoints in healthcare because they are the drivers of alternative hypotheses. And these are really the foundation of our scientific theory. We need to have these alternative hypotheses so that they can then be examined using unbiased research, which is really important that it's unbiased research. And then once that unbiased research has been done, we need to be able to compare the results of the various different research that's been done and have an unbridled debate about the safety, the efficacy or otherwise of any of the health interventions we're taking in our society, be they medical or non-medical, be they pharmaceutical or non-pharmaceutical, we need to be able to have alternative hypotheses, we need to have unbiased research, and we need to have unbridled debate so that we can be clear on what is in fact in the best interest of the population, what is in fact in the best interest just as importantly of the individual. We're saying that our healthcare is based on informed choice and that everyone has to be able to make their own informed choice about what they want to do for themselves and for their body. And that can only occur when we have got this free scientific theory being applied, when these alternative hypotheses are being allowed, when these alternative hypotheses are being properly investigated, when the results of those investigations are being properly debated publicly so that people can make their own informed decisions about what they want to do with their healthcare. So I'm encouraging everyone to seek a wide range of views so that you can evaluate the merits of each and make an informed, evidence-based decision when it comes to your own healthcare. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.